Hi, this is Catherine and you're listening to the One Can Voice podcast. Hi everybody. So today, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk a little bit about what we do when we're feeling fed up. Now, I have loads of lovely pieces written out about the notion of feeling fed up and being fed up and how we manage a strong emotion like that. Um, And of course, they were all written in a time when we might be feeling fed up with being busy, busy, busy. And of course, then it was very easy for me to draw um, a conclusion there by trying to swap the busy, busy, busy for a little bit of downtime, a little bit of quiet time. Now, of course, we have an abundance of this downtime, don't we? Uh, This quiet time. And we might be fed up of that because we can't find the balance between the, I suppose, social part of us and the individual part of us because we are both human beings are both social creatures as well as um, individuals, you know, and we have to try and balance both of those parts of us. There's a, might, we might be feeling a little bit out of whack at the moment, particularly if you're living in a small family unit or indeed if you're living on your own and you're missing the company of your friends and your children are probably missing the company of their friends. I did think it was quite interesting. My children, like me, are going through, you know, s- peaks and troughs of really wanting to play lots of sport but sure it's not really sport when they're by themselves you know that's I really it really did you know bring it home to me even though I I, it was never of the opinion that it was all about winning anyway but you know sport our children really find the joy in sport from being and playing with their friends don't they I and I and I hope that when this is all over that we remember things like that that the value in sport and the value in activity is not purely in the outcome, but it is in the experience of being with their friends and learning together and that sense of shared experience. Now, I suppose we are all having a shared experience, even be it slightly disjointed from one another. Um, and when we're feeling fed up, Um, Or you could use a stronger word there if you wanted of, you know, not being able to mix with our friends and our families. Um, I suppose the important thing to remember here and we and, 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 and I acknowledge that the majority of us understand why we are in this situation. We understand why there is limits placed upon our movement and our social interaction. And the majority of people, I think, are in agreement that that's a good thing. You know, and it is for the greater good. But I mean, what I'm here to do is to try and find uh, or offer a a way to help us feel a little bit better about that, to reach a point where we feel a little bit more acceptance within ourselves about how we feel to make um, being where we are a little bit more comfortable for us. So. The first thing I would suggest is that if you are feeling fed up is to just be curious about that. You know, why am I feeling? I know that sounds like such a almost silly thing to say. Why am I fed up? Should we know exactly why we're fed up? But like if you were to sort of peel it apart and unravel it, I shall speak about it from my own point of view. When I was feeling fed up at many points in this week, um, I was I realized that I was feeling fed up because I misplaced my focus and why what what does that even mean 
It means I was focusing on wishing this moment was different than how it is. So I was giving attention to the fact that I wished I could meet my friends. And so what I wished I could get back to teaching my own classes person to person. I wish I could get back to uh, my lovely children's yoga classes. I was wishing I could go back particularly to Komogi. I love coaching Komogi. I love the sport. I love all of the challenge of it. I believe so strongly in the fact that it is that little bit of a difficult sport and that the skill level and not only that when you watch children develop as players the absolute joy it brings to them and how their confidence grows it's just an absolute wonder to behold but um, I was wishing for all of these things and so when we wish the moment that we're in and we focus on wishing the moment that we're in were different than how it is what it does is it creates a sense of um, emotional stress within us because we're fighting against the reality of what is and that's a futile exercise but if we don't pause and look in and try to be curious about how we feel then we mightn't discover that and I mightn't have unravel that for myself and realize that actually I've placed my focus somewhere where it isn't going to be of any use to me. So then I try to refocus. And of course, um, I always try to work on focus by using, as you know, my breath and um, a, a really good way of focus or learning how to focus um, and one, when we learn how to focus, it seems like such an, um, a natural thing. But, you know, our minds are kind of like uh, kind of like a puppy. You know, the way we have to train a puppy, <laughs> because when a puppy arrives in your home first and for anybody out there who has gotten a puppy over this uh, these last couple of weeks, I wish you the best of luck. It's a hard. It's a hard old road. But our minds are like that puppy in that they arrive or I'm talking about the puppy now, you know, and the puppy will uh, until you train the puppy, the puppy will just, you know, go wherever the puppy wants to go, you know, and it will, um, you know, you'll ask it to stay to, to stay here you know when you're like that you're directing your attention you want your attention to stay here much like you're saying to the puppy puppy I need you to stay here and the puppy of course how many times do you have to ask the puppy to stay before the puppy actually stays quite a long time now and if you were trying to encourage the mind to stay uh, or encourage the puppy to stay and the puppy didn't want to stay do you think like shouting at the puppy or saying you're useless or you know swearing at the puppy would encourage or getting angry with the puppy would encourage the puppy more to stay no of course not we would we always understand when we're 
um, training puppies <laughs> that I, that I had no idea I was going to be talking about puppies in this one, but that um, when we're training puppies that um, that we're patient and we're kind. But we understand as well that we need to repeat ourselves over and over and over again in order for the puppy to um, realize that what you're asking it to do is to stay. And that's what you wanted to do. You wanted to stay. You wanted to stay and sit and stay. Okay, because otherwise the puppy will just run wild. And our mind does that. Our mind just runs wild unless we can train our minds to work in a way that is useful for us. Okay, so that's what focus is. The other thing, of course, that reminds me of the um, the parallels between uh, training our mind and training puppies is this, is that invariably puppies will, <laughs> if they're not trained, they'll wander off and they'll bring you back stuff that you didn't ask for. Our minds do that as well, don't they? Have you ever had a you know, was having a really good day and then suddenly the mind brought you something from the past that upset you. And immediately then you are sort of sinking back into that. It's almost like you're experiencing that hurt or that embarrassment or that, um, you know, missed opportunity once again. Because the mind has brought a thought to you and then you sit with the thought. And then the other thing, of course, that puppies do is they make a mess, don't they? And our minds can do that too until we learn how to train them. And like the training of the puppy, the training of the mind does need patience and it needs kindness. But it also needs a little bit of firmness, not, as we know, not giving out, not giving out to the puppy, not giving out to yourself for when you lose your focus but remembering that we always try to be kind, to be firm and to repeat over and over and over again until we get the hang of directing our attention onto something that is useful for us. So to get back to um, my little uh, revelation about myself this week, when I realized that when with my sense of fed upness, really what I was doing was I was wishing that the current situation that we're in was different than how it is. And I know very well that that is a futile exercise. So then I did try to refocus, as I said, and um, a very good way to refocus and to bring our attention to the breath is to use counting as well, you know. So you've often heard me saying before that we can change the way that we breathe by breathing in a little bit more deeply and counting the breath as we breathe in. Now, this is kind of different when we're just purely working with our focus. And it is to count from 30 to zero. And so you might begin breathing in and just saying to yourself or your mind 30. And then as you breathe out, you go to 29. And then next breath in goes to 28. And then next breath out is 27. And next breath in is 26 and so on and so forth. Now, when you begin working at something like that, what you might find is that you might be able to maybe get to 21 or 20 and then you your train of thought might have wandered off. That happens. It happens. So remember, if that happens for you, it's really important that you uh, 
treat that mind of yours like you would treat a puppy, (laughs) that you remember that you're kind to yourself, that you're firm and that you know that you have to repeat in order to be able to get to that proper like life scale of being able to direct your attention towards something and ensuring that your attention remains there. So if you find that you get to 20 or 21 indeed and your mind has you've lost track of the numbers, then what we do is we return to 30 and then you begin again, you know, um, counting in and 30 and 29 and 20. Eight and 27 and 26 it th- that's a really useful practice to help you to hold your focus and learn how to focus if I become aware of the fact that I'm leaking my attention onto something that isn't useful for me if I notice that my attention has brought me something that I didn't ask for and you know Quite often we have these insecurities and sometimes like in a moment of inattention, you know, something might spark that, something might trigger that and it will bring you something that really does cause consternation within you. And for some people it will be the notion of that they're not on a like they mightn't even recognize it as this but you know like the way sometimes sometimes people are worried that and um, perhaps their partner will be unfaithful to them now there's no evidence for this but people sometimes feel that that they feel on some level that they're not worthy and so um you know this might something m- might just come into their mind you know so out of nowhere and then they begin this almost like a a downward spiral of how they're feeling, you know, that, oh, my God, he or she, they probably could, you know, cheat on me or I'm not, you know, they'll they'll meet somebody else that's better than me. And, you know, you mightn't even recognize it in language like that. But, you know, if we have that little sense of um, insecurity or uncertainty within us or maybe that is in work that oh my gosh, my boss is going to realize that I, I'm not good. You know, I'm not going to, and maybe I'll get, maybe I'll lose my job, you know, or it can be either, you know, with friends that maybe, oh, maybe my friend likes some, my, um, our other friend better than me. Maybe they're leaving me out of things. You know, all of these um, little small thoughts and then our mind has the ability to um you know almost like a little snowball rolling down the hill just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and when you hear me say what we give our attention to becomes our experience that's what I mean and oftentimes we don't realize if you've never even thought about training your attention you and you you won't have realized possibly that that is what is happening within you and so oftentimes when we discover that we have the ability within us to train our attention and direct our attention to something that is soothing for us to something that is good for us then that changes everything it really is a game changer so you know that 
I know I've only used three small examples, something to do with maybe your relationship, your significant relationship, your job uh, or your friend, a friendship. You know, it could also be if um, you're uh, a sports player or something like that, you know, that could be part of it as well. Oh, my God, the coach doesn't appreciate me or maybe I'm going to get dropped from the team, you know, um, if you're feeling sick. Yeah, it could be that that um and that's a massive one you know it's a massive one for people who are worried about their health you know if they've had a little if they've had a an illness in the past and they could be getting they could be flying along now and then something just pops a, a thought just pops into their head their mind brings them something they didn't ask for just like that puppy when they wander off when you back a slipper and you didn't even ask for the slipper but here they are arriving at your foot with the slipper or a toy or something <laughs> and that's that is what our mind does but what I will say to you is this if you have uh, the the moment that you notice that that is what's happening now that you have a recognition of this and it happens a lot as well with people who are recovering perhaps from uh, you know major diseases like cancer and if you have had cancer and have recovered from cancer there is always this worry that it will come back and if we you know I have never had cancer and I shouldn't even give the impression that I fully understand this because because I don't but I know from speaking with my friends and indeed from my own dad that there is this worry and 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 only something that might seem small and insignificant can happen and we're brought you're brought straight back to oh my goodness it's it's coming back again and then we're in that snowball effect, okay? So now we know that what we can do to change our focus, we can pause that right there. You can say to yourself, now get that firm voice on, right? But you're not giving out to yourself, you're being firm. And you're saying, okay, or you don't even have to say, okay, what you can do is just go to your breath, okay? Because you can remind yourself that this is just a thought, okay? That is my mind bringing me a thought. It is a thought, it is not a fact. What is a fact? My breath. And then you go to the breath and you can use that counting breath, breathing in for 30. And then as I breathe out, 29 and 28 and 27. And if the mind is gripped again by that thought, remind yourself that is just a thought. It is not a fact. My breath now is a fact. And I go back to my breath and I breathe in 30. And I breathe out 29 and in 28 and out 27 and in 26. And you will be amazed at what clarity and bit of space within you learning how to direct, how to change your focus how to direct your attention onto something that is useful for you. It will help you to feel better. Okay. And it will also help you to deal with this moment and be in this moment with just as much energy as this moment requires. Because you will have enough energy in the future for future moments. You have heard me say this before. Just like you have enough energy in this moment 
for this moment. Don't waste any of today's or this minute's energy. Don't waste it on thoughts of the future. Because it is of no benefit there. We can certainly have intention for the future. But the future is only created by your attention being here. So yes, certainly hold or create an intention for the future, but hold all of your attention here. And that's what creates the future that we would like. By sending an intention, creating an intention for your future, but holding all of your attention here, because we can only take action here. We can't take action now for the future. We just possibly can't. It's impossible. We can't. We can't take action in the future. We can just take action in the present. Now, I don't know if I've gone, I feel like I have gone all the way around the houses with our puppy mind and our changing of the focus. And maybe just to round off what I was trying to say, you know, and I often think to myself, really, maybe I should sit down with notes when I start to record. But then again, you know, sometimes this like stream of consciousness is a is a good thing. It's anyway, look, it's neither good nor bad. It is as it is. So to recap, let us think about what I have tried to say. What I have tried to say is that at this moment in our current restriction and in this very strange and unprecedented time, and we have been like this now for four weeks. And I, like I said, have days, some days when I'm feeling fantastic and there is no problem at all. And and I'm very optimistic about what is happening and, you know, every the days are bright and I have lots of did I say I have lots of energy? I think I've already said that once or twice, you know, and then there are other times when I find, you know, even movement, even going for my walk, I find a struggle. And that is normal. Okay, that is normal. It's not going to be all an even keel. And so when I found myself then feeling really fed up today, even though I believe in the reasoning that we are all um, isolating ourselves socially is a good reason, I need to find some way to have a little bit more acceptance of that. And I needed to sort of uh, marry the belief that what we're doing is a good thing to the feeling of what we're doing didn't feel right. (laughs) I was fed up. And so what I discovered was that I was giving my attention to um, wishing things were different than how they were, wishing I could be with my friends, wishing that this moment wasn't as it is. And that's a futile exercise. So what I tried to do then was to shift my focus. I then outlined to us all how our mind can behave like that on our untrained mind can behave like that untrained puppy that it needs a lot of kindness a lot of firmness and quite a lot of repetition before the mind learns to stay just like the puppy learns to stay before the mind learns not to bring back things I didn't ask for just like the puppy learns to not bring things back that you didn't ask for and for the mind to learn not to make a mess just like the puppy learns not to make a mess 
and that if we remind ourselves and treat ourselves with kindness when we're going through this process of learning how to pay kind and gentle attention to ourselves and to the workings of our mind and to remind ourselves that thoughts when when a, when a thought is dropped into our mind that we remind ourselves before it snowballs into an absolute catastrophe in our minds that we remind ourselves that a thought is just a thought it's not a fact but our breath is an absolute fact. Our breath is always only ever happening in this moment. It is always real. It is always true. And it will always soothe. And then we'll work through that breath work where you can start breathing in and 30, breathing out 29. If you lose track because your mind is gripped by that thought or that worry, particularly if it's like I've said, if you have been sick in the past and you're really worried about finding yourself back in that same position, it I can fully understand how that is traumatic and how that is a difficult and a strong thought for you to have. But it is a thought And so when you notice that your attention has wandered away from the counting, bring it back and pick up the breath, pick up that number. You need to actually start at 30 again. And over time, I absolutely promise over time, your ability to focus your own attention onto something that is nourishing for you will be greatly enhanced. And that will not only help you when you're you know, in an uncomfortable situation like that, when a thought is dropped in, it will also help you in everything that you do. Because the ability to focus, we use everywhere. We use it in all parts of our lives, with our in our relationships, with other people, in our housework, in our schoolwork, in our study, in our job. We use that focus and attention. It helps us to become a lot more efficient as well. It helps us to be more decisive. Um, And it helps us to feel a lot more happy as well. Okay, so it's a win-win all the way. The other thing I will say to yourself, if you find yourself being fed up and um, wishing this were somehow different than how it is, I understand lots of people, myself included, feel like that. But the other side of it, and I'm sure that you know as well that this is the best thing for us to do, to stay in, to stay home to stay safe. Fon Sloan, Fon Awalia. And phone your friends. Call them. Check in that way. Even if you can't do the things that you would like to do, you know, be with your friends, be um, with your camogie squad, whatever it is, pick up the phone, send a text, stay in touch. Okay, because this will pass. I know it sounds like a cliche and everybody's saying it. Of course, this is impermanent and it is finite um but and if you're feeling fed up acknowledge that and, and even say it even phone the friend and say do you know what it is i'm so fed up today of this whole thing and that old adage is true <laughs> a problem shared is a problem halved so my darling friends i'm going to sign off for now thank you thank you thank you as always for your hearts for your minds and for those lovely ears of yours i wish you well in this coming week and you know try work with the focus 
try and notice what you give your attention to. You know, our attention is one of our most precious possessions and quite often we give it away far too cheaply. We give it away to the things that are shouting the loudest. So check in with yourself, notice and be curious, be kind, be firm and repeat. Okay, so did I not say I was signing off? (laughs) I am Catherine and you have been listening to the One Cam Voice podcast.